Hey Solomon, this is Jay Rosemary. Are you tired of feeling overwhelmed and alone? I know when my children were younger, there was a lot of times I felt alone. That's why I started Solomon's Talk, this podcast. But you're not alone. You don't have to parent alone. And I, I keep repeating it because it's something that it seems we are convinced that we are alone. But reach out to me. I'm here for you. I can talk you through anything that's going through your mind. Because believe me, I've gone through some stuff. You can tell from listening to these podcasts that I empathize with you. And I understand and can connect with what's happening with you. So click the link below and book a one-on-one with me. We could just chat. Uh, No obligation, no... um, no commitment, just chat. And so don't parent alone. Click the link below and book a, book a chat with me. And no obligation, confidential and safe place to talk about you. Hi, thanks for listening to Solomon's Talk. I like to bring different perspective to the show. And although my favorite is bringing the stories of solo moms, guests like Martin Salama brings a different perspective to other aspects of your life. So I hope you find these interviews interesting. And if not useful to your everyday life, at least it brings you some kind of entertainment. Also, I wanted to give you a heads up. If you're an empty nester or you're a solo mom looking to navigate the emptiness life, your kids are teenagers or they may already be out the house after college or wherever. I have some content for you. I have some stories for you as I navigate into this area myself. Listen out for more episodes about Solo Mom's Talk, The Emptiness Years, as I share my personal experience with you and as I share the personal experiences of other solo moms who are facing an emptiness. Thanks again for listening to Solo Mom's Talk. Tired? Weary? Frustrated? What would you be doing if you weren't raising children alone? What's stopping you from living your best life now? On Solo Moms Talk, I discuss with solo mothers the challenges you face raising children alone. So if you're a working solo mom dealing with independent children, insensitive bosses, weight and health issues, or even debt collectors, Join us as we discover your path to get and stay healthy, increase your income, and live with joy and purpose. In this battle of life, it's hard to keep your head above the water. So win this fight. My guest today is Martin Salama, the architect of the Warriors Life Code. Welcome, Martin. Thank you, Jay Rosemary. I'm so excited to be here with you today. (laughs) Thank you. My pleasure. Okay, so before we get into 
what a life warrior is, our warrior's life code is, yeah. tell us, who is Martin Salama? So I am uh, Martin Salama. I come from Brooklyn, New York. Uh, that's where I spent most of my life. <laughs> Yay, Brooklyn! Yeah, I'm in Brooklyn, so. <laughs> cool. Well, in the summertime, I'm down by the Jersey Shore, but I call Brooklyn home and yeah. uh, love it there. Uh, so yeah, uh, I, I grew up in Brooklyn and um, spent most of my years there. Uh, over the last 12 years, I've been a life coach. Uh, and that actually came about because of the crash in 2008, the financial crash in 2008. Uh, before that, for about five years, my wife and I were working on a project to build a multi-million dollar health club and tennis center in New Jersey. And it took us five years because we were going through the whole process of finding the land, going through the feasibility studies, and then architecture and engineers and the city, and then all that. And we finally yes. got the approvals in the summer of 2008. Okay. Uh, which would happen to be my luck if it was 2006 or 2007. When you were walking to the bank those days, it was kind of like you were going to Costco. On every corner, there'd be somebody handing you free stuff. Yeah, you know. Well, that it stopped yeah. in 2008. Yeah, that it did. Yeah. So I went to the bank. I'm like, okay, I'm ready to start. I've put in over three million dollars of my money and my investors' money for this 15 million dollar project. And they're like, yeah, we're not lending right now. I'm like, what do you mean? I mean, yeah, I, I have yes. everything invested in here. You go, well, you know, things are changing. A month later, in September of 2008, Bernie Madoff. Subprime loans, the financial world crashes like a house of cards. And I'm I'm in the cards. I'm the joker on the bottom of the deck. But I wasn't laughing, I'll tell you this much. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you. Thank you for sharing. And I'm familiar with that because I was in real estate during that time and uh moved to Wall Street after that. So yeah, I'm familiar with it. All right, all right. You get it. Mm-hmm. All right. So building emotional strength after right. going through a financial crisis like we did then. Um, can you um, dive in and tell us about what you do? Sure. So as a life coach, you know, there's many of us out there and, and many great life coaches out there. Mm -hmm. But for me, uh, I feel like it's my job to help someone shift their mindset from lack to abundance or mm. even or lack or scarcity to abundance and greatness. Uh, and on a deeper level from self-conscious to self-aware, everybody thinks they're self-aware <laughs> until they start talking to me and I explain to them the difference between self-conscious and self-aware. Mm -hmm. They're like, whoa, I guess I've been self-conscious. So building yourself, building your emotional strength kind of comes from that whole mindset. Uh, but it also, for me, the reason I even started practicing this and developing it was because when I decided to become a life coach, right before that happened, it took me about a year or so to get through all of the, you know, get out of the depression of losing all that and figuring out what I was going to do next. I decided I was going to become a life coach. And about two or three months before the, I was going to start coach training, my wife asked for a divorce on our 24th wedding anniversary. Wow. I'm like, gee, and I didn't get you anything like that for our anniversary. <laughs> no, I did not say that. <laughs> I was mad. I was sad. Mm. I was hurt. Every emotion you could think of. Yes. And I reacted very badly because that was my 
the full tendency. That's who I was. I was somebody who reacted to everything to the point I was like a nuclear reactor where I'd freak out, leave fallout all over the place, and then have to go back later and fix everything. Most of the times it was like, I'm sorry, Jay Rosemary, but you know, you did this and you started it. That's not an apology. So when I started coach training, I started to understand what are these things that are holding me back in my life? I learned that I was a people pleaser, that I was a control freak, that I needed recognition for everything that I was doing because I was a people pleaser. And when all those things weren't happening, I took things personally and I would explode. I would react. So I had to learn to change that tendency that I had in me, not to save to save my marriage because that wasn't savable. Uh, and I look back now, other than our four children, probably asking for the divorce was one of the greatest gifts she ever gave me because it was the kick in the pants I needed to figure out how I'm going to move forward in my life. So I, and I needed to change myself for me. And I started to understand that I didn't love myself. I didn't like myself. And that was probably one of the reasons why I was afraid of getting divorced because I was like, you know, nobody's ever going to love me. And that had to do with my own lack of self esteem. Yes. So I started to understand that I needed to change. And I also understood that change takes time. Because if you change too quickly, eventually you're just going to go back to who you were. So I had to understand what was playing a role in this. So in my in my business, in my coaching business, the word life is an acronym. And it stands for live incredibly full every day. And with that, I want to live a happy life and a meaningful life. Yes. There's a difference between the two. You could be happy and not have meaning. Right, you could be happy, selfish, and it's good to be selfish. Yes, but meaningful means you're being selfless as well. You're doing for others. You're leaving a mark, legacy, something like that. So that's what I believe. So I took the word life and then used it in my build your emotional strength breakdown as well. And I I just recently came out with a card deck called the Warrior to Warrior card deck. How to go from being a warrior. To being a warrior, right? You're the perfect guest for solo mom's talk. Exactly, exactly right. So one of the cards in my card deck talks about the four steps of building your emotional strength. And also, by the way, just as since I'm plugging, I just recently came out with my own book. Ah, also book. warrior okay. to warrior, warrior to warrior. Like it, thank I you, love it. You. Yeah, shameless plugs. What can I say? Well, so yeah. the no L. In this one, for Build Your Emotion, it stands for listen to your inner voice and acknowledge your emotions. Mm-hmm. Okay, so we all have emotions. Yes. Angry, happy, sad. There's a bunch of them. And then here's where the second one comes in. The I is identify your feelings. There's a difference between emotions and feelings. Okay? I believe. To me, an emotion is something that's happens in the moment. I'm angry. And then the feeling is, what kind of anger are you? Are you high-level anger, like enraged? Or is it low-level, like you're a little ticked off? Right. Once you start to use this, and by the way, uh, for your audience, uh, I'll give you a link at the end that they can download for free a worksheet that has these four steps on it for them to learn how to do it. Because as I said, it takes time. 
Yes. You know, so there's a, so once you start to uh, put tangible words on these and write them down, you start to understand how they're affecting you and the people around you as well. So now you identify your feelings. So what you'll get is a worksheet and a chart with across the top will be the words that are the emotions. And then down, each one will be columns with three sections, strong, medium, and light types of feelings. So that you can look on the list and say, okay, what kind of feeling am I feeling towards this angry? And write that down. That's identifying the feelings. The next one is find out why. Ask yourself questions. Be like you're a prosecutor and you're also the witness on the witness stand. Cross-examine yourself. Why am I feeling this? Did somebody do me wrong? How did I affect it? Am I taking it personally? Is it helping me? Is it hurting me? And go through the whole thing. And then the last one, E, is engage and change and take action. So that doesn't necessarily mean you take action right then and there. So. How about if I give you a practical uh, example? Okay, sure. So it makes it a little easier. Yeah. So uh, a, a, a couple of years after my divorce, my son was getting married. By now I was back in Brooklyn and my ex-wife was living in New Jersey. Okay. And we have a custom. I come from an Orthodox, modern Orthodox Jewish community. So we observe the Sabbath, and don't drive on Saturday and stuff like that. So- there's a custom sometimes in our community to make a lunch the Saturday before the wedding. And the boy goes to the Torah, goes to the synagogue and goes up to the Torah. And there's some nice things, but it's not something that everybody does. And so, I don't know, we were both not in a great place financially. So I just didn't think it was happening. I didn't know anything. I didn't hear anything. So that weekend, my son went to New Jersey to be by his mom because sometimes he he was in college at the time. He was finishing college, which was in New York. So he spent a lot of time with me. So he was out of New Jersey, which was fine by me. He comes back and he says, Dad, I am so embarrassed. Mom made the lunch on Saturday, invited my in-laws. There were people there and you weren't there. Now, the old me would have picked up the phone and ripped the new one into my ex-wife. How dare you? Who do you think you are? Blah, blah, blah. Now, what would have I have accomplished at that moment two days before the wedding? I would have accomplished turmoil throughout the families, both families, her family, my family, my future daughter-in-law's family. And everybody would have said, oh, there's Martin again, losing it and not caring about anybody else but himself. So I thought about it. Now, this is the new me. This is Martin 2.0, as I call myself. So I said, Caesar, that's my son's name. It's not you. Thank you for telling me. It's okay. So now I'm saying to myself, I'm feeling angry. What kind of anger? I'm enraged. Find out why. Why am I feeling this way? Well, my ex-wife disrespected me. She didn't think of me. She left me out of the picture. And my children are now looking at this. All those emotions are coming in. I'm writing it down. I'm fervently writing it down. And then comes the E, engage and change and take action. So for me, the new me is, okay, when is the best time to do this? The wedding, this is Monday. The wedding is Wednesday. I think I'll wait till Friday. 
Is anything going to happen different by my telling her on Friday? No, I'm still, but I'm pretty good at compartmentalizing. So I said, I'm going to put it out of my head. I'm going to focus on the wedding. I'm going to focus on the happiness of my child. All right. And nobody was the wiser. I went to somebody close to me and I also spoke to a coach of mine and I told him how I was feeling and what I was thinking about doing. And I even talked about what I would say. So then we went to the wedding, beautiful wedding. Everybody was happy. Friday, I called my ex-wife and I said to her, listen, you did this. You have your own reasons why you did it. But let me tell you, I'm not happy about it. I had a controlled anger. This is the message you sent to our children. This is the message you sent to the new in-laws. You know, everything. And I ended the conversation by telling her, thank you for divorcing me. For me, that was a closure. That was a closure moment. Thank you. Thank you for sharing all of that. I am going to say I'm very, very proud of you. Thank you. And as someone who's been divorced and... um, It, it's very difficult to see, um, to envision a man who would take responsibility like you did, um, because that's what you did. You took responsibility for your own self. And, and I'm very proud of you for that. Thank you and so much. see, solo mom, they're not all bad. See? <laughs> well, we're not all bad. We're not all bad. And listen, I, I fixed myself up so well that a few years later, I was so happy with the love in my life, with the love I had for myself, and I liked mm-hmm. myself, and I came up with that life acronym for "Live Incredibly Full Every Day." I started dating again, and I'm very happy to say I've been married to a wonderful woman for the last five years, and I have a great co-parenting relationship with my ex-wife. Cool. Well, congratulations on the new um, marriage, Thank and you. your life framework is. It sounds like as you were unfolding it, like it's a great way to build self-awareness. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. All right. Thank you. Absolutely. And like I said, for me, there's a big difference between self-aware and self-conscious. Yes. Okay. All right. So tell us what the difference is. All right. So it's it's on one of my cards. Okay. All right. So I'll read it to you. Self-aware. I want to make sure. There we go. Self-consciousness comes from a place of negative energy. Guilt, conflict, and doubt. Self-consciousness is more outward-directed. It's being more concerned about what others are thinking of you and how the situation is going to affect you. You probably react to situations, uncomfortable situations, instead of respond. When you're self-conscious, you're usually questioning your decisions. There's a little more to it, but you get the gist. I get it. I get it. Now, self-awareness comes from a place of positive energy. Acceptance, contentment, self-assuredness, self-awareness is more inward-facing. You have an accurate and realistic understanding of how you are responding to situations and how you feel about things. So for me, self-conscious is the ego taking over, looking to please everybody, looking to make sure you're the best or whatever. Self-awareness comes from a place of humility and self-assuredness. Oh, coolness. Thank you. Um, I really think that there's a lot of value in this and speaking from the, the space as a solo mom who's been through, I have three adult sons and I've been through the aggravation of, you know, dealing with my own 
feelings uh, of self-worth and trying, struggling not to push it off on the other guy, the you know, the other person. Uh, and I can relate to how you, you've worked through your situation. Right. So uh, I appreciate you because this resonates. Well, thank you so much. Thank I you. appreciate you, Jay Rosemary. What you're doing here for the solo moms is fantastic. Thank and, you. You know, to all the solo moms out there, uh, I want to say I was a divorce recovery coach. So, and that was understanding the emotional pains that you go through through a divorce. Mm-hmm. Whichever side it was, whether you asked for it or you were asked, you have emotional pains. Yes. And when I was doing that work, my thing to the to all my clients, and most of my clients were women, was you got to figure out what's going on within yourself. Yes. Because if you don't, you're going to start dating again, maybe, mm-hmm. and you'll end up dating the same man, just in a different body. Yes. You know? It's you hear it over and over again. I had one client who came to me, and after doing some work with her, and she, I have this assessment. I told her you're not allowed to date because looking at your thing here, you were you were verbally abused, right? She goes, yes, and I was physically abused. I said, okay, bye. And there was a, she was already divorced twice. She said, by my father and my two ex husbands. I said, okay, we've got to we've got to figure out what's going on here so that you have self esteem, self love. So that you don't go into another relationship like that. Yes, absolutely. I wish I had you 20 years ago after (laughs) my third divorce. (laughs) I gotcha. Yeah. So, okay. All right. So um, can we discuss the concept of abundance versus lack? Because um, it's another one of those things that plague solo moms. Yeah, absolutely. So- you know, it's very easy for someone to get down on themselves, to say, oh, I can't do this. How am I going to get this done? I can't believe it. So if you're able to step back and say, what if I just change the way I'm speaking, right? And start speaking it out loud and thinking it, maybe things will change. For example, instead of saying I can't, what happens if you say, well, how can I do this? How can I, in a positive way, or I can, how can I figure out to get this done? Oh, I can't afford this. Or what can I do so that I can afford it? How can I figure out to afford it? If once you start with those things, you're making the beginning of the shift from lack to abundance. The more you say, oh, I wish those I had what that person had, the more the law of attraction is going to keep it from you. Yes. So it starts with simple things of new self-thinking and new self-talking. Yes. Thank you. Thank you for that. And um, I'm going to let you go shortly, but um, tell us how to get in touch with you. Okay. Well, I've made it very simple. I have a a, a site called connectwithmartin.com. And when you go there, you can find out about my cards. You could find out about my book. You could also download that free gift I was talking about to build your emotional strength. Uh, there's a link to buy the book, a link to buy the cards, a link to get that free stuff. Okay. And also, there's a link if you want to find out more about me or have a conversation so that we can maybe have a little bit of a breakthrough session. So okay. I make it simple. One area, connectwithmartin.com. Thank you. And I'll put um, the link in the show notes so people could connect with you. Fantastic. I appreciate you coming and talking to us today. Um, before you run off, can you tell us one what is Martin grateful for today, quickly, and one parting shot, a parting um, piece of advice for a solo mom? Okay. Um, so for me, 
Today, I'm grateful to have a woman in my life who understands who I am and is not trying to change me. Mm-hmm. And I'm not trying to change her either. Right? When I was 23, 24, 25, getting married, oh, well, this isn't so great. Well, I'll change her later. Even if I wasn't saying it consciously, deep down inside I was. You were thinking it. Right. So that's what I'm grateful for today. And my message to, to, the, to the solo moms out there is don't take anything personally. It could be something going on in the other person's life that they're projecting onto you. And because you're already feeling vulnerable for whatever reason, you're taking it personal. Okay. All right. Thank you very much, Martin Salama, for coming and talking to us today. I hope you'll come back and talk to us because this is very deep and I could talk a little bit longer. But uh, Thank you. I appreciate you. Okay. Need a way to jumpstart your podcast? You ever need some traction? You know, sometimes it's not easy starting your own business and a podcast may be the first thing that appears in your mind when you want to really get your word out there on your business, on whatever idea you're trying to build on. But starting a podcast requires a lot of resources, time, and effort. Now, with the Podcubator Accelerator Pro, this could help you. Now, this is a mentoring program that helps new and aspiring podcasters launch and grow their podcast. So what are you waiting for? Because 90% of podcasters fail after three episodes. Do you know why? Because they don't have the guidance and support. So this is highly recommended that you try the Podcubator Accelerator Pro. Because you get one-on-one mentoring with a professional podcaster. You get monthly coaching sessions. You get exclusive access to online courses and tutorials. And even a private community of podcasters for networking and support. So what are you waiting for? Because you need to start your podcasting journey today. Hi, this is Jen. I'm really excited about Podcubator Accelerator Pro. So if you're interested, click the link below and book a one-on-one call with me, or you can fill out the application form to see if you're a great fit. So don't pod fade, get a mentor. Hello, solo moms. As a solo mom of three adult sons, I understand the challenges you face on a daily basis. As a mentor, My mission is to help you shift your mindset and empower you to take control of your life. To see yourself as God sees you. I know that unresolved trauma can be a heavy burden to carry and parenting alone can be a lonely journey. But it doesn't have to be that way. I want you to know that you are not alone. You have the strength and resilience to overcome your challenges and create the life you desire. I want to help you to make the effort to tackle unresolved trauma and change your perspective so you can live the life you deserve. I offer complimentary consultation where we can discuss how to move forward, create a plan to help you heal and empower you. You can schedule a consultation by emailing me at jen at jrosemarie.com or by calling plus one nine one seven nine nine four one three two nine or schedule a consultation with the link below. I am here for you and I want to help you take the first step towards healing and empowerment. Don't let unresolved trauma hold you back any longer. Don't parent in silence. So take action today 
and let's work together to empower you to live the life you desire.